From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham VK4BB and this is the national news for week commencing Sunday the 15th of March. Good morning, this is Mike VK8MA, a director of the WIA. Today I would like to offer a brief comment on a subject that might not be fully understood. Even I have only had this clarified recently. It only impacts a few amateurs and is not a major issue. Some of you, including myself, have moved from state to state and followed the old procedure of obtaining a new call sign in the new state with an appropriate prefix, example VK2, 3, 6, etc. I have had four call signs in four states. You can still do this and some people like having a prefix that indicates their state but depending on the state you may not be able to get your previous suffix due to unavailability. What is not widely known is that in fact you are only required to do a change of address with ACMA and you can keep your call sign. Several amateurs have in fact done that. It does give a new slant on the call sign for life. It is up to you which way you approach your interstate move. Meantime, still on call signs, we are in the throes of compiling the statistics from the recent poll and fellow director Aidan will deliver the results ASAP. This has been Mike, VK8MA. Hello, I'm Jeff Emery, VK4ZPP, and I've been thinking. I think we may be getting overwhelmed with all the stories concerning coronavirus. I also think we must consider the tasks that are ahead for us as members of clubs and as individuals. As whole countries have gone into lockdown and events where people congregate are being cancelled, right time to consider what actions we should be taking too. We know that the nasty little virus can survive on surfaces once it is breathed out by people who are infected. Apart from the use of soap and water to thoroughly wash hands with the alternative of hand sanitizer, there are things like ensuring surfaces are cleaned. Not only food preparation areas, but all surfaces that people might touch with their hands. Seating, desktops and door handles are all items that deserve, rather demand, the disinfectant spray over. Maybe we can ensure that boxes of paper tissues and waste containers are strategically placed around areas where people meet. Maybe we can follow the example from the White House and space the seating at arm's length to limit chances of cross-infection. Figures from overseas suggest the people who are the most susceptible to COVID-19 disease are the age group over 70. People with compromised immune systems are also of great risk, and these are matters we should consider when planning our gatherings, meetings and other events. The positive in the situation is that if we are required to self-isolate, providing we are in good health otherwise, and in good spirits, a fortnight locked away at home is an opportunity for doing things like operating, completing projects, and indulging in some unobstructed amateur radio luxury. Patients from China are correct. Many of the delivery issues should soon be lifted and 
production returned to normal as the impact of the virus wanes in that community. Through a strange phenomenon called a pandemic, some of us may be able to enjoy some fresh operating times. We can trust that those that we love and care about remain safe and healthy. We do our best to protect each other. I'm Jeff Emery, and that's what I think. How about you? International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline, and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. USA to BVI. On Tuesday, an international group set sail from New York to the British Virgin Islands to reactivate the Victor Papa 2 Victor Bravo call sign of Yasmi fame for six days, focusing on the low bands with two stations. Victor Papa 2 Victor Bravo was the call sign of the legendary Danny Weil, VP2VB, skipper of the Yasmi series of sailing vessels that carried the adventurer from one DX location to another in the 1950s and early 60s. His activities provided the impetus to create the Yasmi Foundation. This month's Victor Pumper 2 Victor Bravo de-expedition will trace Wheel's original route in the British Virgin Islands under a special licence authorisation to pay homage to those early years of de-xing and to honour the spirit he embraced, which inspired a generation of de-xers. This latter-day Victor Papa 2 Victor Bravo de-expedition will count towards Yasmi Awards and marks the first activation of VP2VB in more than 60 years. To India now, agencies on alert as use of wireless sets causing curry on the bands. The New Indian Express reports the use of unauthorised wireless sets is raising major security concerns. Unauthorised wireless set users from the state are into the same frequency bands used by ham radio operators for communications on two metres. Intelligence agencies have launched a probe as they suspect a few groups are using smuggled cordless handsets to communicate in unapproved bandwidths and even repeaters to strengthen the signals are being set up illegally by these groups to extend their reach, said an intelligence officer. In Portugal, Portuguese radio amateurs seek licence changes. Portugal's amateur radio associations have submitted a joint proposal for legislation for the amateur service and amateur satellite services to the Secretary of State. Proposals included, among others, the following points. Exempt young people up to 16 years old inclusive from the exam fees and to establish that young people aged 17 to 25 inclusive will only pay 25% of the exam fee. With news from Senegal, Foxtrot 5 Papa Romeo uniform in Senegal has been informed by the Senegalese Telecom Regulatory Authority that the WRC 15 amateur secondary allocation 5351.5 to 5366.5 kHz is now allowed in the country. The IARU Region 1 band plan can be used with a maximum power limit available of 15 watts EIRP. Listen for Fox 5 PRU Eves, who's been living in Senegal for 18 months, mainly around 5354 kHz in CW mode and sometimes on 5357 kHz FT8 mode. 
He lives near Dakar, and although he suffers from QRM early evenings, this lessens later on in the night. Wrapping up this week's international news from the USA, ARRL reports with Daytonham Vention 2020 a little more than nine weeks away, Hamvention officials say they're closely following the coronavirus COVID-19 situation. Show organisers will post updates as the May 15-17 event nears, but they're optimistic that coronavirus will not be an issue. At this time, the Hamvention Executive Committee has been in contact with the Green County Public Health Department and we don't anticipate any impact because of this issue, a March 3 Hamvention statement said. The Green County Public Health Department reports that no cases of COVID-19 have been confirmed in Ohio. However, at the time of reading the news, I've just checked that Governor Mark DeWine has declared that three have tested positive for COVID-19 and a state of emergency has been declared. For WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Ham Radio Operational News. It's a contact sport. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. March 28-29, the CQ Worldwide WPX contest will be on and next weekend sees two big ones. WIA John Moyle Field Day, March 21-22, from UTC 0100 hours on Saturday to 0059 hours Sunday 22. Also coming this weekend, Australia will be defending its crown in the Commonwealth Contest as the winner of the team section in both 2018 and 2019. Late info I know, but Steve Island, VK6VZ, has filed this report. Thanks, Felix. Well, actually, instead of Steve Island, VK6VZ, it's Graham, VK4BB, stepping in. Thanks to John, VK4JJW, whose studios we're using for the national news today. Such is life when all your computers get taken over by a virus. No, not the coronavirus, but a spyware virus. Anyway, down to what Steve sent in in text. This coming weekend, Australia will be defending its crown in the Commonwealth Contest 2020 as the winner of the team section in both 2018 and 19. The Commonwealth Contest 2020 runs from 1000 hours UTC on the 14th of March until 1000 hours UTC March 15. It is CW only, 3.5, 7, 14, 21 and 28 MHz. Entrance exchange serial numbers starting with 001. The stations that form the two Australian five-person teams taking place in 2020 are Kevin VK6LW, John VK4CT, Barry, VK2BJ, Steve, VK6VZ, Alan, VK4SN, Alan, VK2GR, Brian, VK3MI, Patrick, VK2PM, Steve, VK3JA and Rob, VK6HG. In addition, they have five Wireless Institute Australia headquarters stations supporting them, consisting of VK2, 3, 4, 5 and 6 WIAs. And many thanks to Tommy VK2IR, Lee VK3GK, Trent VK4TS, Grant VK5GR and Peter VK6RZ who have volunteered to help them by operating the stations for as long as they possibly can. 
In order to make the best possible score, it is important for each member of the Australian squad to work as many bonus stations as possible. The good news is the first three contacts that they make with each Australian state, other than their own, on each band, earns them a vital 20 bonus points. So please join in and work them. This year, the Commonwealth Contest is on the same weekend as the WIA's John Moyle Field Day, with many Australian radio clubs taking to the outdoors. If you're competing in the John Moyle, please look out for Commonwealth Contest competitors both inside and outside Australia and keep a separate log for both events. It will make the John Moyle Field Day even more fun. For those who'd like to keep a log in the Commonwealth Contest, the brilliant free software logging program called SD, written by Paul EI5DI, can be used. The Radio Society of Great Britain's Commonwealth Contest is one of the oldest radio contests in existence, having been first run back in 1931 when it was known as British Empire Radio Week, and it lasted for six days. Its objective was link all those having an interest in the amateur radio within those of the Empire. All those countries that were part of the British Empire, including Australia of course, were invited to participate. And while the sun set several decades ago on the Empire, strong ties still exist between the countries that once were part of it and the contest still exists, but in a much shorter format. British Empire Radio Week became the 24-hour British Empire Radio Union or Baru Contest in 1935. Then in 76, BERU became known as the Commonwealth Contest but everybody still calls CQBERU. The team contest started in 2007, with the teams taking part reflecting those that took part in the 2007 Cricket World Cup. Let's see you in the Commonwealth Contest 2020. And we do thank Steve Ireland, VK6VZ, Australian Team 1 coordinator. For Steve, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Back to Felix. Through the Dick's window, Andaman Island's Expedition News. VU4RT will be active from the 20th to the 31st of March 2020 in Neil Islands and Namans and focus mainly on the low bands 160, 80 and 40 metres. VU4RD expedition will also be operating in the CQWPXSSB contest March 28-29 giving the contest yet another rare prefix. 2020 activation of GB0GLS First Saturday in May, that is Saturday 2nd of May 2020 Depending upon conditions, they will operate on 80, 40, 20, and possibly 17 metres, using both SSB and CW modes. And for CW, GB0GLS will keep the exchange simple to encourage newcomers to the mode. GB0GLS is a special administration to commemorate the role played by the work of the Radio Security Service in Northern Ireland during World War II. In particular, Kirk Listening Station, which was manned by the civilian staff of the General Post Office. Timor-Leste Expedition A team, including VK2IA, will operate from Timor-Leste from October 11th till November 8th. This includes participation as a multi-multi-entry in the CQWWSSB contest. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Time now for Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Hello, I'm Cole, VK3GTV, and 5 MHz or 60 metre band. 
Our international newsman, Jason, VK2LAW, reported earlier on how the WRC-15 amateur secondary allocation for 5 megs is now allowed in Senghor. Well, across on the other side of the Atlantic, the Dominica Amateur Radio Club reports the use of the 60-metre 5 megahertz band with an EIRP of 25 watts has been approved in the Dominican Republic. Quite a few power restrictions exist, however, one being a lower power when Dominica hams are aeronautical mobile. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. A story written in Southgate AR News recalls achievements of Australian amateur radio moon bounce pioneer Ray Norton, VK3ATN, who passed away in 2012. Fifty-five years ago, the quiet electronics store owner from Birchip in Western Victoria successfully completed Australia's first ever moon bounce. VK3ATN was told at the time that it was impossible with what experts said was limited equipment, but he proved industry experts wrong, resulting in an all-expenses-paid trip to the USA to share his knowledge with scientists. In July 1966, Ray received the first copyable signals from California. On November 28, 1966, he had a two-way contact with New Jersey, and in December 66, Ray and K6MYC in California finally completed a two-way contact after nine months of trying. In other space news, Amateur Radio on the International Space Station is celebrating the successful launch and docking of the SpaceX-20 commercial resupply mission to the International Space Station. One payload of the flight was the ARIS Interoperable Radio System, which ARIS calls the foundational element of the ARIS Next Generation Radio System on the space station. Quite a mouthful. The Dragon cargo capsule docked successfully with the space station on March 9. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. Raynet helps in flooding emergency. North Humber Raynet were recently activated during the widespread flooding that occurred in East Yorkshire. A temporary control station was first established with 13 members attending the developing situation over three days. Members were positioned at vehicle checkpoints, flooded roads and worked alongside Yorkshire 4x4 response vehicles as well as being co-located in the local town council emergency control centre. Most of the radio traffic was carried over 144 MHz with some on 70 MHz. And that's the latest Worldwide Special Interest Group news. I'm Col, VK3GTV. On the 2020 social scene as we wrap up WIA National News, meet the Voice event. The Ross Recreation Centre happens Sunday the 22nd of March. VK3 EMDRC Hamfest, Sunday March 29. VK4 Redfest 2020, April 18, St Michael's College, the Old Torbal Point Road from 8am. In VK6, Perth Tech, May 2 at Bassendine. VK4, Chark, Theresa Creek Campout, Friday 29 till Sunday the 31st of May. VK5, the South East Radio Group's annual convention and the Australian Fox Hunting Championships. It's on that long weekend, 6, 7 and 8 of June, but you get there for the 6th and 7th, Saturday and Sunday. VK3, Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club Hamfest, Saturday, July 11, Cranbourne Public Hall. VK4, Caboolture Radio Club Hamfest, July 11. And in VK6, NCRG Hamfest, Sunday, August 30. The Cyril Jackson Recreation Centre, Ashfield, from 9am. For buyer-sellers, admitted from 7.30am. So please, get home brewing as they hope the home brew contest will be better than ever. 
They'll have three sections to the contest, a kids section, a rookie section and an advanced builders section. VK4, Chark Incorporated's AGM Weekend, September 25-27, Fairburn Dam and Alara Meet 2020 in VK3, Bendigo, October 2-5. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly, don't open any viruses. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au. 